fucking do it. What is going on, guys? It is your boy TKD123 here, back in here on Plays and Stories. This is, of course, Save Slot Podcast, episode 12. The weekly news show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. With me, of course, my luxurious co-host, the Arachnid. How are you doing, good sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Dude, I feel the juice is flowing, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a podcast I've, kind of day. I, I, got a, I got a lot of energy this morning, you know? Um, I was planning on getting a haircut, and unfortunately, Arachnid, that, that did not happen. I'm you know, sorry. I I tried to on Barbara Hey, I'm going to be there at 9 a.m., because I have to be back at my crib at 11, you know. I don't tell her I'm doing a podcast. I just tell her I'm just busy. You know, I'm, you know me. I'm booked and busy. Right, of course. Booked and busy. I keep my life like that. Um, but that did not happen, unfortunately. So me and my little brother were watching uh, Falcon Warrior Soldier last night, a little bit late into the night. Have you seen that show yet? I have. You seen the latest episode this week? I have. That was kind of wild, bro. That was, that was uh, kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? My man, John Walker. Kind of. I mean, you know what? Not not my man, but he wildin'. Yeah, he out there. He's he's really out there, literally. Uh, besides all that, you can catch the show here on YouTube.com, Place and Source, as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc. via our anchor link in the description. Like the video and rate our podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the PSS family. Down below, of course, you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in the description. If you're feeling generous, feel free to hit that join button to become a, to become a member of the channel with the $1 Prince tier like Tapiwa Muza and Arachnite, the homie, and our $5 King tier members like Caleb Kaiser and SideQuest Sean. Much love to the boys over there. Much love. You can check out the stream series throughout the week as well if you missed them on the playlist section. This week, we only did Metal Gear Solid 3. We had a pretty lengthy section at the end of MGS3 to get through, uh, and we did not get to start Resistance, like I said last week, but this week, I'm planning on it, starting resistance too okay so that one should be all good in the back for, for uh this upcoming week get hyped for that podcast reviews honestly i bet there's none but you know i'll still check and see if you kiddos are being nice to us you know what i'm saying i'll see let's see what we got let's go shows i should really have this pulled up when i start recording i'm just a dumbass um let me see let me see let me see let me see See, you see, Arachnite, we said, you know, we should cut some stories. We should get a pace going. And lo and behold, I did this all for nothing. Oh, wait. We do have a new podcast review from the homie Christian Buckley. He says here, that Arachnite guy has some pretty bad takes about Hitman, (laughs) but otherwise, a fun show to listen to every week. Wow. He fucking called your ass out, bro. Dude. I'm sorry, <laughs> Christian. I love you. You, you are an a, you are an aspiration to follow towards and everything mm, you do. Truly, but you like also, Kingdom Hearts, so your opinion doesn't really matter to me. Wow, he pulled out the dude. Listen, people don't like using Kingdom Hearts as a as a as a weapon, yo yo. Like I I don't even do that no more. Yeah, but because people people get really mad. I I understand that. However. I don't care. Hey, man. I I will it, it go down. I will go down swinging in Kingdom Hearts slander. Like, um, friend, friend of the show, Cameron Hawkins, right? One of uh uh was 
recently uh, on Podcast Unlocked as well. So, so pretty cool right there. Um, he offered me a full box set of all of the Kingdom Hearts games, right? The only problem was that they were physical copies. I have a digital PS5. So, you know, didn't didn't work out there. But um, very gracious of him, you know. And, and, and I'm not ruling out never playing Kingdom Hearts. But I just don't know, Arachne. You know, I just... I, I think... I'm not even trying to be an asshole about it. But, like, I don't really even love those old Disney movies that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that fondness of a connection to like hercules the like version on you know animated uh and all that like i, I don't really have a fond connection to like uh what else is in there um part of the caribbean or, i absolutely or, like, agree you know what i'm saying so like i don't know if it would really work with me as a 23 year old you know not that age really matters but i, I think i'm past that ship i bet as a young lad i would love kingdom hearts you know, I maybe I, I just I just didn't like the whole you know friendship can beat anything like through the like I hate that trope I hate it. <laughs> it's wow. A right that doesn't believe in the power of friendship. If if you tell me that somebody has a gun, is like oh the power of friendship is stronger. Okay, <laughs> it's just like it, 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 it doesn't like. That, that's a, that's essentially what it is. It's just like overwhelming force versus the power of friendship. It's like, come on, man. It just it's uh, the darkness and the heart stealing or whatever. It's just it's it's not for me. And I can't even say I understand where you're coming from because I don't. Listen, man. There. <laughs> I will. I will. I will go down swinging. I will go down swinging. I'm not afraid. We have a very packed show, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it moving. <laughs> no, but, like, there are so many topics that I assume could have been the clip out this week for uh, the old Twitter feed. You talking shit about Kingdom Hearts. You know what? Not you. Me too a little bit. I'm not as spicy, but, you know, um, you're laying down the slander mostly. I feel like this might make the clip out. Oh, boy. That's those are, we might get some replies. <laughs> just to get the people round up. Just to get the people going. You know I, I guess saying? the common enemy. <laughs> they, the, they hated him for he spoke the truth that your game oh, is man. low tier, and I'm sorry. I will say Kingdom Hearts though, fire music. Fire. I will stand by that. I will defend it. They have fire-ass tracks. in. I listen to Kingdom Hearts music, and I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game in my entire life. I, also, I, sorry, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I cut you off. All I was going to say is I have a disc PS5. Oh, shit. You would have to pay me to play Kingdom Hearts. Oh, man. Oh, man. Last thing I'll say is that, look, man, I still kind of want to see Sora in Smash just because I want to see the internet lose it when like joker got at the smash you know like that was an event right that like even i got like residual hype off of that off of not playing persona 5 you know i i i if sora makes it into smash i'm gonna be a little bitter I, I out of out of everybody, I do it. You put in him. I say why not at this point, 
Bro, we have Minecraft Steve in there. Like, come on, dog. I don't know. Fighter Pass 2 has been pretty weak. But that's not the topic of the show. We have many topics. So I'm going to stop the slander for now. For now. <laughs> and we, 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 we got a lot to talk about. All right, all right. Now, you're right. Let's get back on track. What have you been playing? We're going to keep this nice and short. We had a discussion before we started recording. What have you been playing? Uh, I like a little Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what else? Uh, not not much. Uh, I did start Kodar. Knights of the Old Republic. I don't know why I... I envisioned C-O-D-A-R. I'm like, what the fuck is Kodar? No, you're all good. That's KOTOR. Why, yeah, KOTOR. Okay. That's why... Got it. That's why I wanted to, like, just spell it out. I, I have been <laughs> playing a lot of that. And... I, I, I got a second monitor set up just so I could play the, all the classic Final Fantasy games because I hear the older ones are a pain to navigate. So I'm going to have a map open. Mmm. Mmm. So I'm, I am going to go through my trek of every Final Fantasy game and see how it goes. Beautiful. Definitely, definitely let me know. Uh... Uh, which is very serendipitous that you talk about Final Fantasy, you know? Is that the r- right term to use? Serendipitous? Yes. I'm going to use it anyway. I believe it so. It is, right? I believe so. Mm, mm. Because today, of course, April 10th, is the one-year anniversary of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Can we just give a little give a little applause, you know? Give a little... Our Lord and Savior. Our Lord and Savior. Our Game I'm gonna, of the Year. I'm going to start with that. Number one, it is the Game of the Year of 2020. Like, as... as as much as I loved The Last Was Part 2, it really came down to me at the Joy Clicks, uh, you know, Game Awards, Awards stream, right? And I was left with Last Was Part 2 and Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? Overall, pound for pound, I did go with my heart, with my corazón, and I chose FF7 Remake. Because I've, if you follow me on Twitter, you already know. I fell in love with Final Fantasy VII, like in a very deep way. In a very deep, like, I, 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 I always use the phrase like childhood wonder, type of love with uh, this game. And there's really not a lot to be said that I haven't said before. The game is incredible. the The game completely, like, affected me in such a way that like i have not felt affinity towards this game or a game in like a long time like like god of war was low-key up there for sure but fs7 remake is just a whole different level for me i'm obsessed with that game do you have any words on its birthday arachne it is it like there there there's nothing new that i can add on top of what you have said other than the fact that it made me love or at least it made me like I took it made me it encouraged me to take the first few steps into a franchise I would never have considered previously. Very true. Very true. I uh, like two years ago. If you told me two years ago to play Final Fantasy, I would have absolutely laughed. I was like, no, no, thank you. I will not. Mm-hmm. But with how remake handled everything and introduced me to the fundamental concepts of a Final Fantasy game. 
Like I like I said a few minutes ago, I bought every Final Fantasy game on Steam. So you love to see it. I I am more than willing to go through everything to understand the love that this franchise has. And I my opinion has changed. Like I like I'm obsessed with it. For a good few months, FF seven related content was all I consumed. Bro, do you know how many late nights I spent watching video essays about FF seven? I'm I'm right there with you. It's we, embarrassing. We talked about it. It's embarrassing how much it was. Yeah, that like in the car just bumping the soundtrack. Like, oh, dude. But, oh my god, dude. It's 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 incredible. It's incredible, you know. Um yeah, like last thing I'll say, like FF7 remake made me not only go back and play the original. I imported a PSP from Japan to play Crisis Core. I bought Dirt of Cerberus. I got an HDMI uh, uh, adapter dongle for my PS2 to play Dirge Cerberus. Like, I, I'm i right with you. Like, I want to consume every little bit of Final Fantasy VII. And I love it. Cannot wait for Integrate. Cannot oh, wait. It's, God damn, I can't wait. It is day one, minute one. As soon as it's <clears throat> good to go, I'm, I'm gone. Listen, it's tough because Ratchet & Clank Ripped Apart is like the day after. So, we're going to have to really make some choices there that I'm not ready to make right now. I think, honestly, just talking to you right now, I might go to Rift Apart and just get that through, get that done, stream series, have all that done for Road to Rift Apart. By the way, that, oh, I didn't even, oh, that's next up. By the way, check out Road to Rift Apart, brand new Road to Series, episode one out right now with Tajay. Good stuff. Um, But yeah, I cannot wait, dude. Happy birthday. I have some remake. A king. A true king. A true king. You've been playing anything else? I think I cut you off before. No, no, yeah, no. I it's been it's been a slow week. It's just been a lot of persona. I'm not gonna retread old ground. I hear you. I hear you. I am smack dab uh, at the. I think I have like two more missions left in Outriders. Um, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still loving it. You know. Uh, you know what? No, loving it is too much of a word. Um, I am heavily loving the combat specifically. Right. But this game story is just like so dumb. <laughs> like, like I don't like. I know it's not the focus, right? It's not meant to be the focus at all. It's just simply a means to carry you from location to location, right? But um, this story is so dumb. Um, I I I am actually getting a little bit impatient, at least with like the issues involving me getting into the game itself. I don't know why, if I'm playing solo, I have to be connected to online. Like, that kind of sucks, you know? Because um, if the servers are down, you just can't play Outriders. Simply, you know? Um, so that kind of sucks, and that kind of goes against, like, you know, what they deem to not be a live service game at all. That seems pretty live service to me. If I can't log in, if your servers are down, you know what I'm saying? Like, I expect that out of Destiny, because that's obviously a live service game, you know? But... Overall, I'm still loving the combat loop of Outriders. I think it's really cool. I'm getting even better legendaries. And Arachne, I gotta tell you, man, when a boss drops like a purple or an orange type loop, bro, that sound, goddamn, serotonin, serotonin everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But uh, shout out to Outriders, still going good, still going good. Last thing I'll talk about this week, I beat Metal Gear Solid 3. Arachne, I always ask you every week because I forgot. Have you played Metal Gear Solid 3? I have, 
Okay. Yeah, and I I did hop in the stream for a minute. I wanted to make a comment, but I wanted you to just I didn't want to interrupt your moment with the ladder. Oh my god. There's there is a reason MGS3, in my opinion, is the most talked about Metal Gear game. That's okay. It, it can be the most talked about. I still stand, and I was arguing on Twitter last night already, bro. People are, like, I, I simply don't understand how someone can play MGS1 and 2 and then play MGS3 and think MGS3 is the best Metal Gear. You know, I, I cannot see it. I just simply can't, you know. However, I will stand by Metal Gear Solid 3 soundtrack. Snake Eater is a phenomenal song. The credit song, uh, what was it like? Oh, something in my throat. You know that? Bro. Fire. Pause. <laughs> Dude, that that's the lyrics. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, pause. But um, that, um, when they like use the Metal Gear theme in like a slower version. Oh my God. Dude. Like, like the vibe of Metal Gear Solid 3 is really good but the game itself is not good that makes sense i understand i get that you know what i'm saying like and yeah i don't know like uh, like i had someone tell me on twitter that uh the cobra unit is much better than foxhound and uh what was the unit in uh mgs2 called fuck um what were they called i forgot i don't um uh, well, yeah, like, you know what, even just taking the best unit so far, which is Foxhound from the original game, right, uh, there's no way Foxhound's better than Cobra unit, like, that's just beyond me, half, like, legit three-fourths of the Cobra unit sucks ass, tell me I'm wrong, like, come on, man, you know, but shout out to MGS3 overall, um, uh, a very interesting ending, I now understand the meme of uh, Snake, well, I guess Big Boss, you know, doing his uh, farewell tear and salute, you know, that's cool. I know that meme now. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited to go into, go into MGS4. I really don't know what to expect. Do you have any words for me going into MGS4 Arachnite? Like, like any non-spoiler things? that perhaps I should take in with. I do know that there are long cutscenes in MGS4. That's going to be a problem with streaming it, but we'll see. you have any thoughts? Take your time. Take my time, huh? Okay. Just, just let it all sink in. Okay. And that final fight, it's going to be good. Okay, 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 okay. You're going to love the final fight. Really? Yes. Oh shit! Okay, okay, all right. I like that. I like that. Okay, cause I don't know where MGS4 ranks in like people's like lists. Like I don't know if it's like highly regarded or or lowly regarded. I I honestly don't know. And I'm excited to just see it visually, cause this is the first Metal Gear Solid on PS3. That's very great. You know, that's that's definitely near my uh, childhood consoles for sure. You know, definitely PS2. But PS3 is definitely where I was more mature, you know. So, it's going to be cool. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. In case you missed it on the channel here, we got a PS Now Airbus 2021 Games Roundup. We have Marvel's Avengers, Borderlands 3, and The Long Dark. Now, before you get your panties in a twist, if you wear panties, 
um, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, these game, these games on PS Now, although Avengers and Borderlands 3 have PS5 upgrades to them, the PS Now versions of these games will retain its PS4 qualities. So the, they will not be upgraded to PS5 even if you have a PS5. This is the dumbest thing I can ever think of them doing. I, I, like, guess, I guess it's a way to incentivize people to just buy them. Is, is it? Like, like I, I mean, maybe, yeah, but th- that seems a little bit... I don't know. Like, my... Uh, whether it's a choice or not, I think what also something has to do with it is, like, if someone wanted to stream a PS5 game, I could see that being a problem, even though you you could download PS4 games on PS Now, so why anyone would stream a PS4 game on PS Now is beyond me. Um, but that's what I was thinking, like, like maybe something with that, but very odd, very, very odd choice. But if you have PS Now, you can play Avengers, Borderlands 3, and The Lawn Dark, which I hear is pretty good as well. Um, I did the Final Fantasy VII remake video as well. Uh, we went over Sonnen details about if he's playable or not, some different things about his background that can lead into this game, as well as the prospect of there being no future DLC for Final Fantasy VII remake uh, and Final Fantasy VII remake integrate. So you can check that out as well. Um, I put the wrong link in the doc. I'll hopefully remember to fix that later. But, uh,. With all that being said, of course, we lead on into Arachnid PS5 Watch. Uh, we got some pretty cool things here from the UK coming out involving the PS5. Uh, in the UK, the PS5 has already outsold PS Vita, the Wii U, and the Sega Dreamcast in the UK. Uh, just a pretty cool little milestone there, you know? And uh, also in the UK, the PS5 has been the best-selling console for two months in a row. Not sure if you have any, like, riveting uh, opinions involving this news but if you got anything feel free or i guess you want a little update on your ps5 journey in rack night what are you feeling it's good she she's a solid console that i'm having a very good time with like i went back and i know everybody said it but i'm, I'm going to join the uh, the echo chamber mm-hmm. i went and held a dual a dual shock four. Oh god it feels wrong it's wrong, dude. It is weird. And it is weird to hold a DualShock 4. I'm right with you. And so, like, holding, like, the PS5 DualSense, they they jumped up in quality of this controller. This controller is great. And, yeah, no, I usually, like, I prefer to play my games on my computer. But... Lately, there's been a little bit more of an incline just based on, like, the PS5. It's like, I think I'll just buy this game on the PS5 instead of my computer. Mm. And so, like, mm. Sekiro, I I could get it. Like, I, I used to have the disc, and I lost it somewhere. And I've been wanting to play it again. Like, I've been kind of itching to play it. And it's like, I could play it on my PC... But I could also play it at 4K60 on my PS5. So it's like, why don't I just do that? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Glad to hear that you're still enjoying. You know, you're still seems like in the honeymoon phase with the PS5. You know. We're going to get divorced. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is, I do, ha- <laughs> this is I do have channel. some. I do have something that I've been noticing about my PS5, but I don't know if I want to say it out loud yet. You know? 
if you want to keep it on the down low, like post show and talk about it, we can talk about it later. Like once you've formulated your thoughts a little more. It's like something, it's not, okay, you know what, fuck it. Let me tell it really quickly. Okay. And I may do a video about it because I think there's something weird going on with my PS5. Um, when I turn on the console, when I turn off the console, when I'm playing the game, so it, so it seems like when the system is like doing something and not idling, uh, as it starts to do, as it starts to do a task, I'll hear like a, like a little crack in it. Does that make sense? Like, like a little, like, not like a super loud crack. Not like I don't think anything's like breaking in there, but a little, a little like, like a little tap, you know, that I don't know why it will be doing that. Is it the fan? Is it? Yeah. I, first thought goes to fan. Right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking too, but I'm going to further investigate it because I can easily replicate the sound. So I'm going to try and record it. Make a video on it, you know. Maybe see if other people are having this, or like having this predicament. Like, I don't think anything's wrong wrong with my console. M my console seems to be working fine. Um, but yeah, I just I just had that observation. That's it's interesting. Interesting, at least. But other than that, let's get right into episode twelve. New topics here. First up here, just a quick reminder: PS Plus games for April twenty twenty one are available right now. You can get your hand uh, on, of course, Arachnite's favorite new IP, and not new IP, new game, Oddworld Soulstorm, <laughs> as well as uh, Days Gone, and uh, Zombie Army Dead War, which also got an update at 4K60 for PS5 as well. So you can check out that for Zombie Army. Days Gone on PS5 runs at 4K60 as well, so shout out to that. And Oddworld's a brand new game, so uh, pretty, I'd say a pretty good month, you know? It is a little bit redundant. Because if you have a PS5, you already have Days Gone via the PS Plus collection. So there is that. But nonetheless, I mean, you get a brand new title. And if you haven't checked out Zombie Army, you can check that out as well. So pretty pretty good month, to say the least. Um, next up here, of course, we got to talk about the MLB thing. We got some new news about that. Last week, we did a full discussion about this whole thing. Um, so you can check out that on episode 11. But we did have some comments from a Sony, um, I, I don't know if it was like a spokesperson or executive. Let me see right here if I can double check where it was. Let's see. This is coming to us from Push Square. Sammy Barker, shout out to him. I'm going to read over a, a little bit of his article right here. As previously stated, Sony has inferred that MLB is behind the decision to include first-party game MLB The Show 21 on Game Pass at no extra cost. Despite the manufacturer saying the Microsoft service is unsustainable in the past, quote, as part of the goal for this year's game, MLB decided to bring the franchise to more players and baseball fans. A carefully worded statement from PlayStation said, as reported by Inverse, quote, this decision proves a unique opportunity to further, to further establish MLB The Show show as a premier brand for baseball video games. We asked the PlayStation Maker for, for a comment last week, but never heard anything back. So there is a little bit of, at least maybe I'm reading two in between the lines on this, but there is a thing about the timing of this because it did take them a little bit of time for them to come out and say, hey, it was MLB's decision, right? right. Like. Um, so that leads me to believe, like, maybe, maybe there is some truth to them being a little bit caught off guard by this news last week. Maybe they didn't even know that it was happening, right? Um, even though I still don't 
fully believe that because I just doubt that Sony was in the dark for something like this or at least in the dark of having just the intuition like hey if you're bringing the game to Xbox they have game pass like that's the thing that they can do with their games <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. so uh uh well got any thoughts right now I mean overall I'm kind of still in a similar spot I still think this is like incredible that this happened uh but what do you think the, the thing that stood out to me was carefully worded statement like mm. with with the time that it's taken to get an official statement out there and reception to the news it definitely i definitely agree with you when it seems like they were caught off guard by public reception mm-hmm. so they they definitely needed to take their time in order to avoid as much trouble as they possibly could like it's like a step before damage control right it's like hey yeah like don't worry about it 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 wasn't us like we didn't let you know it was mlb so be mad at them it's i don't know yeah i i still i still don't think it's a super huge deal at the current at this current juncture however if it were to continue down this path it would leave playstation fans with a bad taste in their mouth i imagine yeah yeah like you know i had a great realization like i'm really glad that i'm able to go to work right and talk to people that play games but are not into it as in depth as me or you right um i was talking to someone at work and like he was like oh yeah like i pre-ordered mlb on um xbox and i'm like oh i mean like you probably cancel that because it's gonna be on game pass on day one or whatever and um he's like oh okay cool sweet and then like i was like yeah like it's pretty wild that a first party developed game is launching day one on game pass like it's kind of wild and like he understood what I was saying, but didn't understand the gravity of it. And then I think that really showed me that to the to the overall masses, this really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Right? Like, but I think what, like, just from my point of view, like, it's a huge deal. Like, it was just interesting that discrepancy there. You know what I'm saying? The, Definitely puts things into perspective. Yeah, the, uh, the weight of that is definitely subjective from person to person yeah yeah and like i'm not saying it's not a big deal because it definitely is a fucking big deal for sure uh but you know what else is another big deal iraq night that oof i'm a little scared about i'm not gonna lie i'm a little bit scared about there is a report going around that kojima is in talks with xbox to make his new game i'm very very scared right let's go over this but first up here did you see this other story that's connected with this involving this new game from uh blue box game studios it's like this first person um like uh uh a horror game i think it's a shooter as well that a lot of people were thinking that this was kojima using like a fake studio name to make this new IP like that's that's like reminiscent of like Silent Hills or PT, you know? Did you take a look at any of this? I did. It's hmm. people. People are grasping at straws. Like 
I'm, I'm not, I, I don't have enough knowledge to make a decision on whether or not I agree with this theory. So I won't. However, well, I mean, we do have an update where Blue Box Game Studios has released a statement insisting that it is not Hideo Kojima in disguise. Like, they should have, hey, guys, like, we're, we're just a little studio. We're making the PS5 game. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we're not Kojima. You yeah, know? like, if people are grasping at straws, it's, yeah. it's like, they are, like, foaming at the mouth for more PT, more Silent Hills, or, like, something along that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I understand, but it's it's a little weird. Like, just relax. It's it's, yeah. it's bordering on obsession, and sorry for getting yeah, no, but, like, I think there's some precedent here, like, that's been said before, because, uh, this article says here, quote, Of course, this is where the conspiracy theories come in. Many have likened this, uh, uh, you know, instance to Moby Dick Studios, which was a Hideo Kojima ruse used to announce Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. And then the... Artur also employed a similar trick with the now infamous PT demo, which was presented during a Sony press conference as a random indie horror game before leading to reveal of Silent Hills. So I guess when you couple those two things, like there there is at least a precedent set where if you remember those things happening and you see this other game that looks very much like a PT Silent Hills type of experience, um, I guess I could see why these theories ran ran pretty rampant right i just didn't know about those previous two things like i I wasn't really eyeballing kojima that much back in the day around the time of like mgs5 or uh pt honestly as well you know so i guess it kind of makes like i guess i can't really blame you guys that much for this conspiracy theory but it is what it is it is what it is but let's get into of course the more uh pressing matter where we have our boy Jeffy Grub Grub over at Venture Beat. Uh, he has gone on record. This is a quote here from, of course, Push Square. Link below in the description. Uh, Jeff Grub has gone on record with a report that says Kojima can't be involved because he and talks. Oh, that like okay, so Ko- Ko- Kojima can't be involved with the um, with the indie game that we just talked about. What is the name of this game? I should really know the name of this fucking game. Hold on, give me a second. Um, let me see really quick because I don't want to be an asshole. Oh, it's called Abandoned. So, um, Kojima is not involved in Abandoned because Jeff Grubb says that he's in talks with Microsoft to release a title on Xbox platforms. Uh, and Grubb is fairly like, like he, he definitely knows his stuff. Like, like he, he definitely knows his stuff, but he also went on to admit that he's uncertain whether the red from with the, he's uncertain whether the Redmond firm has closed the deal, but points to a figurine spotted on uh, boss Phil Spencer's shelf as a potential hint. So yeah, there there was that Kojima statue behind Bill Spencer. And I believe Jeff Grubb also said on Kind of Funny Games Daily in the Twitch chat that they are currently in the process between Microsoft and Kojima where they have lawyers in talks. So it's at that stage. So it could actually be going down which i'm not gonna lie that kind of sucks like i'ma say it i'ma say it you know as a playstation fan that kind of sucks 
and someone that's that's going through the entire Metal Gear franchise right now and love Death Stranding. That 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 kind of sucks. But what's your thoughts, Arachnite? PlayStation's got to get on it. Like Sony's got to get on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we this is gonna be a pretty negative podcast for uh, PlayStation overall, you know. And hey, I'm listen as as much as I'll praise PlayStation when it does good, I'll talk shit when it's not good, you know. Like we gotta keep it a hundred here, for sure. Um, so yeah, like I bet this is something that gets, like if it's real, I bet it's announced at E three or or whatever the Microsoft equivalent is of E three at that point. Um, I bet we see it this summer, for sure. I bet we do see it this summer, but um, we shall see. What we won't see coming up here in May or was coming up here in May is. Deathloop. Of course, this is from Arcane Studios. This is uh, one of the um, Bethesda games that are uh, going that that is a PS5 console exclusive for the time being, along with Ghostwire Tokyo. And they said here in this update that uh, they will be delaying the game. Uh, quote: Our team's ambitions. While wait, let me let me <laughs> let me uh, restart. Okay, Arcane. Uh, wait, Arcane Leon. Who the fuck is Arcane Leon? Am I dumb? Arachnite, am I dumb? Okay, this is, this is what Arcane said about Deathloop. They said here that they wanted to preserve, quote, our team's ambitions while ensuring the health and safety of everyone. We'll be, we'll be using the extra time to accomplish our goal, create a fun, stylish, and mind-bending player experience as well. So, I, I think you were pretty into this game right like were you gonna get this game day one yeah i was looking forward to it i'm an idiot arcane leon is one of the teams within arcane i'm a dumbass <laughs> but uh but yeah so uh how are you feeling about this you know you were looking forward to it it's being delayed any thoughts that the with how everything has been the last year and some change Honestly, I'm used to it. There are... It is disappointing. But Back for Blood getting delayed hurt me a lot more. Mmm, I see. Right. Like, right. this this game was like, oh, I'm into it. Like, I'll, I'll definitely play it. But it wasn't something that I was actively like... It's like, oh, it comes out whenever. And it's like, I'm excited for it. It's like, oh, Deathloop's coming out soon. I should probably pick it up. Right. Right. It, yeah. 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 Um, no, no, no. I, I was done. Please I was done. done. Like, um, I think I, I think the game looked really good. I, I I think the last time we saw it at State of Play, I thought it was a very good showing of that game. So I'm definitely eyeballing it. You know, I mean, maybe I'll pick it up and maybe I'll pick it up in September. At least this does give me more time to check out Dishonored, and really know Arcane. Right? I could definitely do that. Um, in the lead up to this game, but. We'll see. Like, this is on my radar, but I'm not sure if I'm going to pick it up day one. You know? So, shout out to that, I guess. Take your time. Make a good game. It's all good. It's all good. Next up here, uh, we got a little bit of an update involving PlayStation Productions. Um, uh, Sony Pictures has signed a deal with Netflix, which now means that any of its future PlayStation Productions um, uh, movies, including Uncharted and Ghost of Tsushima, 
will stream on Netflix once their theatrical releases have concluded. So pretty cool thing there, you know, nice to know that, hey, like it's going to live uh, on Netflix. I think it's interesting that this is the same year that they took down their PlayStation uh, movies and video service because I think it would have been cool if like they had it up on the PlayStation store or something like that, you know, um, but it makes sense. Netflix is a great place, you know, to have it there. So it is what it is. You got any thoughts on this? Not that crazy of a thing. But. No, just it's it's cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Pretty much it. This one broke as of this morning. Uh, Sony's London studio is hiring for a brand new next gen IP for PS5. They say here, quote, we are really excited to open uh, this hire for an experienced online gameplay designer because it's role of a because it, it's a role of crucial importance to the new PS5 project we are working on at London Studio. So this is pretty cool because they've done some PSVR games as well. So maybe they're doing a you know PSVR PS5 game that's involving multiplayer. And they also go on to say here that as a first party studio, we set out to produce games which show the exciting potential of the latest PlayStation hardware. So it's important you are up for experimenting and working in uncharted design territory. So I'm hey, I mean, listen, I'm always excited to hear new IP coming out of Sony first party. So definitely gonna eyeball this. Not much to say here. Just want to bring it up, make sure you guys are aware that not only we have a new Sony Santa Monica IP. Uh, we do have London Studio making new IP as well. Yo, Is that pretty much? Wow, did we just bla Yo, we kind of blazed through the news. Shit. Look at that. But Look at us, man. Kind of, kind. We're uh, kind of killing it, you know. Keeping it short and sweet. Sweet with the heat. Mm -hmm. Sweet with the heat. Y you know, let's move up one thing before we talk about the big banger. I know I keep teasing everyone, but um, this hit this morning as well. Sony is wanting to bring PlayStation franchises to smartphones? I, I, I saw that. This is via a job listing. Uh, it says here that they are looking for a head of mobile role in San Mateo at their headquarters. They say here that uh, in this, candidates must, quote, own and develop the mobile game strategy for PlayStation Studios and help build a foundation for further growth opportunities. You will lead all aspects of the expansion of our game development from consoles and PCs, wow, to mobile <laughs> and live services with a focus on successful on successfully adapting PlayStation's most popular franchises for mobile. I ask why. I ask why. I imagine it's not going to be like Ghost of Tsushima on your phone. <laughs> you know what actually I would like? I would like the um you know the slicing mini game. In yeah, Ghost? the the, bam, the bamboo. Yeah. I think I think I think that could be a cool little maybe like expand the mechanics, but I think you can make something satisfying with that. I mean, it's just a glorified QTE at that point. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, but, you know, this this at least isn't the only things we have seen from them in the past. Like, in the past, we have seen, like, Run, Sackboy Run hit the mobile, as this article says. Um, as well as, I think, a Twisted Metal thing was also mobile. Um, so, it's not like they haven't done... Mo oh, also, uh, which... Oh, I forgot the studio name. The Oh, uh, Pixel Opus. Pixel Opus, they did... Um, 
Concrete Genie most recently, but their 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 game before it was Entwined, which also got a mobile release as well. So it's not like they they haven't done it before, but I'm curious to see like which franchises actually make it to smartphone. Cause you're right, like I'm not expecting like a Ghost of Tsushima fucking DLC to be in mobile, you know. But I guess if it makes sense, you know. Yeah, it's. Sony kind of just came out of the gate this last week. It's like, hey, we're doing a bunch of shit. Yep. It's like... They just chose... How do I, how do I describe it? it, it it's kind of like when you don't go... Like, you don't go grocery shopping for mm-hmm. like a month. Instead of buying things periodically, whenever you go to stores, like, oh, I need this, you go and you pick up a few things. It's like, hey, we haven't had news in a while. Here's fucking everything. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah. And like, hey, our movies are coming to Netflix. Uh, we're making a new game. Uh, Kojima's fucking gone. <laughs> M- MLB, fuck you, PS Five. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's. It's just back-to-back, and not even going on the main topic. Like, the main topic was a roller coaster of emotions within itself. Yeah. Just to, to say the least. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I remember... What was I doing? I... I think I was taking, like, a nap. <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> I was taking a nap. <laughs> uh, I woke up. took Just, like, fell asleep for, like, an hour or so. And I check our Discord. Shout out to the Discord. Link in the link in the link in the description. Goddamn, I can't speak. Absolutely, link in the description. And uh, the Discord was bumping. It's like, okay, like what's going on here? And it's like, oh. And I check on Twitter and I see a tweet that you posted. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> I yeah. was still like, like what the fuck happened when I was asleep? Some shit went down, Arachnite. Some shit went down. So I check, I check the thread. That's like, oh, so that's <laughs> what happened today. Like, yeah. Why does it? Yeah. Everything happens whenever I take a nap. As soon as I wake up, there's some weird development in the world. Like, it's like at a point, Arachnite, where like, I'll wake up at like nine a.m. Over here on the west coast, you know what I'm saying? Over here, right? And it's like sometimes it's like, dude, I don't even check Twitter yet. You know, I'll like get a coffee, get a banana, maybe get some eggs, get, get some breakfast, and then I'll prep myself to see what the fuck went down in the PlayStation world <laughs> on Twitter because uh, lately it has not been great, you know. But I like we're gonna get into this right now, right? This whole hullabaloo. But, um, I will stand by, number one, I want to make it very clear here that I'm a PlayStation fan, right? Arachnid, that, that's pretty clear, right? But I always want to keep it 100. Consistency. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to ever feel like someone is hearing what I'm saying and, like, they they think I'm capping. You know, yeah. or they think I'm a uh, try, yeah, like or a shill, or I'm trying to just defend the fucking corporation, which you shouldn't defend corporations because they don't need defense. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like that's really dumb. Um, but with that being said, I think there's there's a lot of things in this article that we're about to pick apart that I disagree heavily with. And there's some that I'm like, at the end of the day, I mean, this is what the fan base have projected that we want. In terms of dollars, in terms of support for certain games and other games, right? Like, like, like this is the pre- I'm not saying it's our fault. That's not what I'm saying at all. What, what I'm saying is like, this is what we have projected to Sony that we want out of them. And I'm not trying to defend the bad shit here because there's definitely some bad shit here. But let's start off here. Of course, main topic of the show. I pose the question. Is PlayStation in trouble? Are we in a dire situation here? You know, let's break into this. Okay, so this came to us from a Bloomberg report written by one and only Jason Schreier. Um, This article talks a little bit about the uh, Sony Visual Arts Service Group. Right. This is a group that was uh, created that's in San Diego. This is the group that was rumored to be uh, developing the Uncharted games, um, like Uncharted 5, like the new Uncharted that we talked about a lot. We'll see here that that is not the case at all. Um, long story short, this group has been a support group for Sony. So what they do is whenever a first party developer needs help, needs more hands on deck to finish their game, they send people from this group to go and assist. They've helped out with Spider-Man, with Insomniac, they've helped out with Uncharted, with Naughty Dog, and etc. And even Last of Us Part 2 as well. This team is a, is a support team within the Sony first party, right? So back uh, about three years ago, this team wanted to have a little bit more of creative control, right? They wanted to lead game direction rather than just support other teams within the first party. So they said, all right, cool. And uh, they gave them their first task, which was to remake The Last of Us for the PlayStation 5. So uh, what was weird about this, it what was weird about this arrangement was that Sony never came out and gave this team a name. They never gave them proper funding to support this game, right? And they never gave them even a like budget to hire people to fund and bolster this product, project, right? Um, and a lot of drama happened, and essentially now The Last of Us... Well, you know what? Here, I, I need to scroll down a little bit more in this article to really get the full picture. So this team started working on this Last of Us remake for PS5, right? About three years ago. All of a sudden, they were called upon by Sony to support Naughty Dog in finishing The Last of Us Part Two after the game got delayed from 2019 to 2020, as we all remember, right? So during that point, Sony was like, yo, this group over here, you need to help Naughty Dog with Part 2. And then... That, of course, slowed down the progress that they were making on The Last of Us Remake for PS5. And then eventually, it became a thing where they ended up in the exact same position that they tried to move away from, right? Where um, where now they were supporting... Well, like, so as they were supporting Part 2 and trying to continue work on The Last of Us Remake, Sony then directed Naughty Dog to take the helm on the last was remake as well 
So they ended up in a similar formation that they tried to get out of in the past where they were now supporting Naughty Dog developing not only their game, Last of Us Part 2, but they were now supporting the game that they helmed in the first place, The Last of Us Remake on PS5. That's essentially what happened here, which then caused a lot of higher-ups in that group to leave, which, which happened not that long ago, about like two, three months ago, in the beginning of 2020. So that's where we're at right there, okay? Like, just to give you a little taste of how Sony treats this group, right? Which is pretty fucking damn. Let's just, let's just park and let's pitch our tents right here for a second. What are your thoughts on this whole thing? And let's talk a little bit about The Last of Us Remake as a, as a product. It's... I, I talked about it with Owen a little bit yesterday. That shout out to Owen again. Shout out to Owen. Uh, it's it feels very synthetic. Mm. Like if you gave it's like if you told if you made a computer watch every Sony product and decide what was the best thing to make. It sounds like this. What what we what we heard is what it said. It, it feels very corporate, mm-hmm. which I don't really vibe with. Like, especially with the Last of Us remake, it the game is eight years old. Last of Us one came out in June of twenty thirteen. We're getting a remake. Also, on top of that, on top of that, Ragnite, the game already has been remastered. Yes. A year later. <laughs> a year after yes. release. Yeah. It already got a remaster. So. On the hardware that the PS5 fully supports. You can download Last I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at Last of Us Remastered on my PS5 right now. I have played that. I played Factions on that. It runs completely fine. Like, it... It doesn't need a remake, which is the universal consensus from what I've heard. Pretty much, yeah. There's there's a few people. Um, actually, I mean, and and honestly, I think we should hit on this topic as well because, like, look, I can't even lie. Okay, we were talking about this before the show, and I'm really glad that me and Arachnite are on the same page here. Okay, I've been seeing a lot of cap on Twitter. People are saying, oh. I'm not gonna buy the last one's remake on PS5. This and the third. I can say in the same breath that yes, we do not need a Last of Us remake on PS5. That is facts. We don't need it. But if you tell me that you're not gonna buy it, you're fucking capping. Cap. You're lying to yourself. You're straight lying. Like, I will be the first to say here, yes, I will indeed preload and purchase full whatever the price is for a Last of Us remake on PS5. Yes, I will be doing that. <laughs> but at the same point, I can still say, hey, this doesn't need to exist. We don't need it. We really don't. And if that makes me part of the problem, it is what it is. But look, sometimes I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. 
I would buy a Last of Us PS5 remake if I was given the opportunity to purchase it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I definitely understand. It's, and I, I'm with you, like, in in terms of just experiencing it again, it, it's nice to have a massive graphical overhaul because Last of Us 1 aged well. But yep. relatively to Last of Us 2, you can, def- you can definitely see its age. La- yes, yes, so. yeah, I agree, I agree. Like, if you play Last of Us Part 2 and go back and play Last of Us, that game plays very stiffly. The game doesn't look that great, you know? But, hey, I mean, it's a 2013 game. Like, it is what it is, right? Like, it's a game that was on PS3. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and yeah. When you think about Part 2, the Part part 2 was designed for the PS4. Mm-hmm. You you enabled Naughty Dog to have the full graphical capabilities of the PS5. And you can get a game that looks pretty stellar. Because Last of Us 2 looked stellar. And it ran on 7-year-old hardware at the time. And still, like, I mean, like... From from point of release, it was seven year old hardware. They they know what they're doing, so allowing them to go wild. But I would have much rather had Last of Us Two PS Five patch or whatever. It's like okay, we had a ray tracing, it's four K and it runs at sixty frames. Like go have fun. Then a complete remake of Part One. Mm-hmm. And if. If there were any game that I think needed to be remade, it was probably Drake's Fortune. I'm so glad you brought up that because I forgot that major thing. I apologize. <laughs> um, so back when this support group said, hey, Sony, we want to become more established in our own games and create our own games rather than support for other studios, right? They were given a few options. They were given to either, you know, remake the original Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, um, or The Last of Us, right? Um, I think knee-jerk, knee-jerk reaction is I would love the original, the original Uncharted to be remade. Like, I think I would have said that, but um, then it, so actually right here, uh, let me see if I can, uh, let me see. So, I'm going to read a little bit here from this paragraph. I think this one salvaged it very well. Quote, At the time, Naughty Dog was in the thick of development on the sequel, The, the Last of Us Part 2, which would introduce high-fidelity graphics and new gameplay features. If uh, the support team remade the first game to have similar look and feel, the two games could be packaged together for the PlayStation 5. In theory, this would be less expensive proposition than remaking Uncharted, since The Last of Us was more modern and wouldn't require too many gameplay overhauls. Then the group had established itself, it could go on to remake the first Uncharted game and other titles down the road. So this, I think, is a very sane reasoning from that group, right? To say, hey, listen, like, if we remake The Last of Us, which would take less money, take less resources to do, because it's a more modern title, if we do a good job on that, then we can take our hit at the original Uncharted and do that down the road. And also, we see here in the tea leaves of this whole thing that uh there were some there 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 were some discussions that okay if we remake the last of us we could bundle these two together and put it out on the ps5 which you now putting together so we have 
the last was part two that needs to be upgraded to ps5 whether that's an update whether that's something that we buy that needs to happen but hey arachne i mean would you buy a last of us part two and last of us remake in the same bundle for 70 dollars maybe throw in factions there too like call it like the ultimate last of us package right for what i hope to be 70 dollars that sounds like a pretty enticing thing yeah like if you don't own part two it's like are they selling the remake individually because there's no reason yeah. for people like me to buy that bundle because i have last of us two like i own it i own it digitally i can play it on my ps4 or ps5 and even when there's a ps5 patch there's no reason for me to spend the $70 or however much to buy a game I already own in a, in a new game. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely buy, like, the bundle and package, like, that value. I was talking just, like, a brand new player. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, but... but yeah, yeah. Now, for us that own Last of Us Remastered and Last of Us Part Two, I might hope. I don't think that the Last of Us remake is going to be an update. I think that we would have to buy yeah, we're, we're absolutely going to have to buy it. However, considering that it's a remake, you're probably going to have to pay full price for it. Just the remake. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even so sure about that, to be honest. I mean, I could definitely see it, right? I think, well, number one, I think if this remake does exist and does come out, which it does exist. Like, it is something that they are, they are that is true. Um factions will absolutely not be in this remake it's gonna be just a story because why would they why would they revamp the original factions in this remake when they're putting out another factions you would want everyone to just go to the second factions and like do that right yeah absolutely so considering it would just be the story i could see them pulling like a ratchet game 20 2016 and making it you know um 50 how much was spider-man remastered it, How much was that title? It was twenty bucks. Do, do you remember? Oh, it was twenty bucks. But you, right, you had to buy Miles Morales. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I could see them doing a little bit under retail, but I, honestly, you're probably more right in that. Hey, we should probably expect the remake to be full seventy. I think. Yeah. Right. Like that would, because they can absolutely get away with that. They really can. You know, um, but I think it would be cool if they want to charge full price for Ragnite and they want to somehow include part two PS5 version. And like, that's how you get the update. You know, I mean, it it is shitty. It is shitty. But I would do it. <laughs> I would do it. I mean, I mean, I would do it because, look, here's my thought, right? Like, I'm going to buy last of us remake anyway so if you give me part two ps5 upgrade with that as well that's just more sauce in the in the meal you know why not you know that's just more more aguacate if you will you know on the platter i just so but not ideal you're right ideal it's just we talked about it before like we started recording very briefly we were getting a last of us remake before i know different companies and different rights i get it 
However, just the fundamental concept of a PlayStation first-party studio getting a remake. We are getting a Last of Us remake before Infamous. We're getting a Last of Us remake before, like, what, Jack and Daxter? Yeah. Yeah. Before, like, before some of the fundamental PlayStation games from before The Last of Us' time. Like, that need it. That desperately need it. Because as much as Infamous is fun, replayable, and overall just a great game, it has aged graphically and mechanically. Yeah. It, it, it came, Infamous 1 came out in 2009 on the PlayStation 3, and it has aged. It has some issues that could definitely use uh, next-gen treatment from two console generations. And it's a shame that we haven't gotten a remaster or a remake or anything with Infamous. They left that. They left my boy to die. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know the amount of fucking positivity? Like, the amount of positivity if we heard of an Infamous remake? I would fucking die. I would cry. I would open mouth ugly cry. Facts. Facts. I mean, playing through the original Resistance, I would love that to get remade too. It's give give me a Resistance remake. That sounds fucking great. With you know, with part two coming out last year, I don't think now is the time for more Last of Us. I know the remake takes time, but the news surrounding a remake, I feel like, was not the best time. Yeah. I, I know it was leaked instead of revealed. So that there is that is put into consideration regardless. I still believe that we do need some time away from Last of Us, and we do need time to really enjoy other franchises, new or re- returning. And, yeah. And the, the the point of all of this, remake Infamous. Do it for me. Like. Do it for Arachnid. Do like. I there are I would do like okay. If you told me you will get an infamous one and two remake with, you know, Festival of Blood remake from the ground up, it with all the bells and whistles that that they could do at Sucker Punch, like Ghost of Tsushima level quality in Infamous. But you gotta play through every Kingdom Hearts game, I would do it. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, that's a lot of Kingdom Hearts, man. That's like a good five hundred hours. Whatever, whatever it takes, like whatever it takes, Endgame style. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, shit. I, I, I love a lot of franchises. Like, but if there, there are no other games that I can just mess around with and replay as often as I did Infamous 1 and 2. like Dude, if there's an Infamous remake, bro, we would have an excuse to do Road to Infamous. I, I would, would fucking I would die. I would be there. I would be there. That would be the pinnacle of our creation right there. I <laughs> like, like, that's it. I like, need it. That is the peak. I need it. Like the, That is the peak. Infamous is the front runner for my dream remake. Like, absolutely. Without a doubt. So, it's... But if you ask 
like a hundred different people. What PlayStation game do you think needs a remake? Or to rephrase the question, the uh, forgive me, to rephrase the question. What in what game do you believe like do you want to have a remake? Not that needs it, but that you'd just like to have. And I can tell you that an overwhelming majority would not say The Last of Us. Oh, 100%. N n nobody would think that. Yeah, it's... no. N that was on approximately nobody's fucking mind. Like, before this news broke out, if you asked me last week, what game, what PlayStation game do you think needs or deserves a remake in your mind? The Last of Us would not have even been in consideration. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. It, it is a bit stiff, and you do see a bit of its age when you look at the PS3 version, and even in aspects of its PS4 remaster. However, the game is still very, very solid. Especially when you consider the time that it came out, it is very, very solid. Graphically... Yeah and mechanically it plays well like, like and at the end of the day i mean the the last of us remastered runs at 60 it, so like i mean i mean that helps a ton it doesn't need a remake it really doesn't like and it, it stifles creativity like have is like okay you're the remake studio you know like we're gonna get into a little bit of that because like I like you. We 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 see here clearly that like Sony, kind of, you know, for like, for whatever reason, like it, it seems like they essentially like ripped away this like Last of Us remake, and gave it back to Naughty Dog, you know, um, which it's like, why, you know, like why? I want to read the Dewa quote the. I said direct, like a fucking baby. The direct quote. I'm going to be right here. Let me see. Okay, so then the roles got reversed. So this is from the report. Then the roles got reversed. Sony sent word that after the completion of Last of Us Part 2, some people from Naughty Dog would help out with uh, TIX, which is the codename that... Oh, that's the codename for The Last of Us Remake. TIX. Um, or, T or T1X. Or um, T would, 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 would help out. Uh... So the support studio team saw this as their short-lived autonomy being stripped. Dozens of Nidoc staff were joining the project, and some had actually worked on the original Last of Us, giving them more weight in discussions about the remake direction. The game was moved under Nidoc's budget, which Sony gave more leeway than the Visual Arts Service Group. Soon it was apparent that 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 the Nidoc, sorry, that Nidoc was in charge, and the dynamics returned to what they had been the last decade and a half. The visual arts support group aiding another team of developers rather than leading. Which then caused, again, the higher-ups at that support group to leave earlier this year. It's, 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 it's a really fucked up situation right there, man. Like, that fucking sucks, man. That sucks. And, and there's another big one that we haven't even touched on yet. The whole Days Gone 2 thing, which we definitely got to get to. Um, but yeah, man, like, it's fucked up for sure, you know. It's, 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 yeah, that, that's some, that's some, that's some grimy shit, you know, and, uh, to, and like, you know, they go on to say that, you know, of course it makes sense from Sony's point of view to move The Last of Us remake under Naughty Dog, because it's one of their key studios, Sony's ability to sell PlayStations is a lot, you know, 
like Naughty Dog is one of, if not the best developer right now in the industry. Agreed. You know, like that's that that's not even cap. That's just the facts. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, people. <laughs> you know. Whether so, yeah, it's yeah. just whether or not you agree with the praise some of their games have gotten. The the fact that Last of Us Two is the most awarded game of all time, along with the Uncharted series and The Last of Us One, it's just flagship titles that are that are synonymous with the PlayStation brand coming from one single studio shows just how impactful it's been for you know for Naughty Dog and their weight in the gaming industry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, I'll say it once, I'll say it again. I do not think at all that Last of Us needs to get remade on the PS5. I'm going to still buy it. And if you're and if you've played Last of Us and Last of Us Part 2 and the and the DLC associated with that and you love factions and you know, like you like Last of Us, and you told me you're not buying the PS5 version, you're fucking capping. I don't believe you. I just, I just don't believe you, you know, like, let's just keep it frank with everybody, like, this, like, like, this is just how we be, you know, like, this is just how it goes, you know what I'm saying, I would even argue that, hey, Arachnite, let's be completely honest here, let's just be really, let's just be really on the table here, did we need Spider-Man Remastered? Uh, did we, like, I mean, a remaster is different than a remake. That's fair. That's fair. Because That's fair. Okay. That's a fair. remaster That's fair. is just overhauling textures and adding in some bells and whistles such as ray tracing and, or a higher frame rate. But a remake from the ground up, because there's only there's there's an extent in how much you can refine old textures, because there's a limit on what you could do with its poly count. So. No matter how much you try to optimize it, based on its construction, it can't be to the level of other games designed for current-gen consoles. So you're going to need to remake it. That's fair. If you're looking for it. But in in terms of remaster, a Spider-Man remaster, I liked. And after playing it, comparatively, because I did swing around in New York for the last time on my PS4 while waiting for my PS5. And it was uh, like, th- that's a nice send off, bro. Yeah. That's a nice one. And so I was like, you know, it's like, you know, thanks for everything, little buddy. And then I played Remastered on Performance Ray Tracing. It's like, you make me sick, PS4. Like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Like, 30 yeah. frames is foul. It is foul. Like, after, after that silky smooth 60 frames, it's like, I, I'm glad we got the remaster. I'm really glad we did. You, you know, okay, you you really shot down my my point very, very respectably, for sure. Like like you're right. Okay. You know what? Maybe 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 that was a bad one to bring up, but like it still points to stand, listen, we don't need a Last of Us remake, but I'ma still buy it hands down Absolutely. you know what i'm saying like now now i do feel that like it does suck 
when you really take it all back and look at it from a bird's eye view, right? Just at this support group, right? This support group wanted to create a game, right? They 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 wanted more autonomy. They didn't want to be support. They wanted to, you know, um, to like be their own studio in a way, right? Right. So I do feel for them in terms of like they just want to create and Sony gives them options to remake right which i get from a for, i get from a business point that is a lot less risky than like a new ip right uh it's a lot less expensive than a new ip and um judging by how what they were describing it were like hey you know as a support team if we do this last remake very well maybe we will get a crack at something a little bit more tough like an uncharted remake of, of the first game, which is going to require a lot more resources and a lot more backing. But if we can prove that we do this Last of Us remake to its core, like very, very good, right? If, if we're able to do that, we could keep it going and we could eventually hopefully make our own IP, which then poses the question, is Blue Point in a similar thing right now? It's like prove your worth. Yeah, which I would say Blue Point has proved their worth fucking five years ago. Like, like they they have they have more than proved their work. How, however, there are people that are happy just remaking games. That is true. Like, that is very true, Ragnite. That, that is that, that is very true. Maybe maybe Blue Point. That's just what they're. That's what they want to do. And hey, they are fucking great at it. Yeah, it's they are great at it. Yeah. When, when when I don't know. Like if you're looking for a job. And it's like, hey, we are solely a remake studio. We remaster and we remake games. If that's not something you're interested in, don't apply. And yeah, but there are people. It's like, hey, I want to make my own thing, or I want to help work on a new thing. And you have those studios that are like, eh, we kind of like do a little bit of everything. Like that in that gray area is where things get complicated. But Blue Point. I think very well just may be a, hey, we just remake shit. Yeah, which I do think it's wise if if they want to keep up that. And I think it's wise for Sony to have that. Like, like it is wise to have a team that is very good at taking a look at old code, taking a look at old IP, and reinventing it for the modern day. Like, that is really yeah, smart to have in your first party studios. You know, like, like and... And the fact of the matter is that Blue Point's not even first party yet. Buy Blue so, Point. So, huh? They need to buy Blue Point. Hundred percent. Like, think about it. Like, over the course of like, let's say, like a ten-year plan, right? They could probably do a good two or three really well-done remakes. Like, what if we get Metal Gear Solid, Infamous, and um, Resistance over that, the course of like ten years? That's what I'm saying. Is with that's the, very smart yeah you're right what yeah. as as time keeps moving on like 10 years 2031 i'm 31 years old pain. <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> pain um but if you tell me in 10 years like blue point is a first party playstation studio i will make time to buy the infamous remake like oh hundred percent yeah you get you to a degree you play off of that nostalgia because i played infamous when i was nine years old and you tell me a remake comes out when i'm like my late 20s i'm absolutely going to buy it 
you you play off of a nostalgic factor along with just ensuring the longevity of old products like you are it's like re-releasing a book or a movie in like 4k it's like oh this movie came out a long time ago but we're remastering it for people that watched it back then and people that want to enjoy it now because like if you had like the 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 children and the teenagers of those days it's like hey infamous is a game that came out when i wasn't even born that's a weird thought i don't like that thought but that's what's going to happen and yeah it's like hey there's this old game that's getting remade i should probably check it out it looks cool it looks fun i'm gonna check it out you also sorry no 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 go ahead please i all I was going to say is... How do I phrase this? Video games are an art. And... Art, however beautiful it may be in its own way, is fleeting. It It is a worthwhile endeavor to preserve its legacy and to allow new generations along with those that were there for its initial conception to enjoy it from time from you know for reasons of it's been a long time or it like we have the technology to make it something remarkable the same story the same fundamentals but something a story worth retelling and that's something that i feel is a worthwhile investment to to keep that art moving forward by coinciding new new pieces along with the along with what helped can't come before and what helped lay the foundation on what you can do in the future yeah yeah like i mean to the great example is this very day right here right night it is april 10th a year ago like not even capping low key my life kind of changed when i played ff7 remake for the first time like like that was a real shift in my in my like gaming life you know what i'm saying um i would have never played the original ff7 without remake i would have never you know played crisis core i would have never loved this story like like, like remakes are important definitely 100 percent um so yeah like i think it would be wise um for them and and um yeah, I mean, maybe there's a little kid out there that plays Last of Us for the first time on, on PS5 and falls in love with that story. That could definitely be true, you know? But what I do want to hit on next, because this is something that we have not talked about that I really, really want to pick your brain about, um, is that there is there there was not talk about Days Gone, right? And I really want to read this article this this paragraph right here really quickly about the whole thing okay this fixation on teams that churn so sorry so so this is bouncing off of them making the point here in this bloomberg article that sony is focusing on big blockbuster hits that are going to uh that that are very much likely to make them a lot of money and be successful right um and which is why probably also we saw this over here as well, where, uh, you know, J J Japan Studio got a huge rework recently that we talked about here on the show, where they're going to mainly be focusing on Astrobot, 
and they're no longer going to be doing uh, things like Gravity Rush or things like Everybody's Golf or uh, Bloodborne as well, for another example. You know what I'm saying? Um, or at least support on Bloodborne. Like, I don't think they straight up made Bloodborne, right? Like, it was just support, I think. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, that as well, right? But they're coming off of this. So they say here, quote, This fixation on teams that churn out hits is creating unrest across Sony's portfolio of game studios. Oregon-based Sony Bend, best known for 2019's open-world action game Days Gone, tried unsuccessfully to pitch a sequel that year, according to people familiar with the proposal. Although the first game had been profitable, its development had been lengthy and critical reception was mixed. So a Days Gone 2 wasn't seen as a viable option. Instead, one team at the studio was assigned to help Naughty Dog with a multiplayer game, while a second group was assigned to work on a new Uncharted game with, with supervision from Naughty Dog. Some staff, including top leads, were unhappy with this arrangement and left. Ben's developers feared that they might be absorbed into Naughty Dog and the studio's leadership asked to be taken off the Uncharted project. They got their wish last month and are now working on a new game of their own that will be part of a brand new franchise. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is the one that I think is more fucked up than the support team, right? The the support team wanted to do their own projects and they started making their own projects and then eventually got fucked up and it's now back in their back what they tried to distance, distance themselves from um in the whole grand scheme of things, right? We have a bit of a different dynamic here with Sony Bend, where uh, you know S Sony Bend they have worked on other IP. Of course, they had they created their Siphon Filter franchise. A lot of people love that back in the day, um, uh, and they definitely lived a lot in the handheld space on the PSP and of course on the Vita, where they made Uncharted: Golden Abyss. So they're no stranger to Uncharted, right? That's that's to be said there, right? But you know, when they set out to make their new IP, Days Gone, right? Um, I think that they were deserving of a sequel. And I, I personally think it's very upsetting to see Sony not want to double down on Days Gone. And I feel like they took the reasons why they don't want to make a sequel at face value to be not what you really need to look into it like guys they say here although the first game had been profitable its development had been lengthy and critical reception was mixed so a days gone 2 was seen as a viable sorry wasn't seen as a viable option the critical reception that days gone got was because the days gone that reviewers got to play was vastly different than what the players got eventually on the first day one patch. Like the the days gone that re re viewers got was so buggy and so fucked up that at a certain point, two to three weeks after Days Gone came out, those reviews are essentially null and void because those problems did not exist in the versions that the players got to play. I'm not saying that the, the reviewers were wrong. I'm not saying that the reviews are necessarily not true. It's just now not true, if that makes sense, right? Like, 
Days Gone has a Metacritic of, of, of 71. Days Gone is not a 10 out of 10. Days Gone is not on a God of War status. I'll be the first person to tell you that. You know, there are problems with Days Gone, but Days Gone is not a 71. To me, Days Gone is a 80 to 85. It's a good game. And I think a good game should be given a sequel. You know, um, and I just think that is disrespectful. So, like, Arachnite, you get put on Uncharted Golden Abyss. You do a great job with that. Now you're able to make your own IP, right? And for all intents and purposes, Days Gone did good. It's profitable. It sold a lot, right? And this type of Sony where they're, you know, really dependent on making sure it hits and making sure things sell well, you would assume that a Days Gone 2 would be no-brainer. And, like, give that team the amount of legs to really double down on a sequel and really make that good. And for Sony to say, fuck you, we're putting you and we're going to split you into two teams. One that's going to help Naughty Dog finish out Factions 2. The other is going to make another Uncharted game and you're back... To where you were on Vita days? Like, dude, that's a huge spit in the face. For a development team that just made a new IP that was profitable. But it's... The thing that, like, popped out to me was... Lengthy development. Because lengthy also means costly. I mean, yes. And so, however, it did come to my attention that it was a small team that worked on Days Gone. It was about 50 people from what I've heard. But you've No also, way. Really? For, according to Owen. Really? But mm. you also have games like Arkham Asylum that had small teams that didn't launch with those same issues. Like... The, I know that the Day One patch did fix a lot of things... But when your game goes gold, you expect it to have most of those issues ironed out. And when you send it to reviewers, you are presenting your best. I The best at that current juncture. Like, as far best as you could possibly go. But desperately f- putting together a day one patch because of the review copies that you sent out is not a good look. And I get it was their first time. I, I truly do understand. But I understand the hesitation behind a Days Gone 2. I would be more understanding if Days Gone didn't sell well. Yeah, you it, know? well, at, at that point, Days Gone is just a complete failure. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh... If Days Gone 2 didn't sell well, it has a mixed reception overall. Wait, if, if, if Days Gone didn't sell well or Days Gone 2? Well, Days Gone 1. Like, think about okay. it. Okay. Right. Like, if Days Gone 1 didn't sell well, on top of everything else that it's dealt with, there is no reason to even consider it. It's like, yeah, this game sucks. Get it out of my face. Right. But, like, the only reason that it was up for contention at all was because it sold well. But it has a lot of cards stacked against it that I understand the decision. And I've, I've played Days Gone. Honestly, a 71 is kind of high. I disagree, man. Look, man. Look, look. Again, I'm not... Like, you are valid in your opinion on Days Gone, right? Like, 
everyone is. If if you think Days Gone is not good, I understand. I just don't think it's as bad as like what people make it out to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I I I honestly really don't. You know, um, I just think it's a is a lowercase good game. Like it's a good game, eight out of ten. It is what it is. I like some mechanics in there. Story's kind of all over the place and goes on way too long. Definitely overstates its welcome, but. I really would have liked to see a a, a, a Days Gone 2, you know, r really see what they're able to do looking at the first game, looking at their, their shortcomings and whatever happened to make Days Gone happen and make it better and improve it with a sequel, you know. I, 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 I really think that Days Gone 2 could have been something cool, you know, but... I just like man like it, it's and, and I mean overall like there is a silver lining here where somehow Ben Bend was a like Bend leadership was able to be asked to be taken off of the uncharted project and stop making that uncharted and they now are working on a brand new game with a new IP right that is a, that 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 is great to see you know um, I imagine that team wanted to work on Days Gone 2. I, I probably see that for sure. But, hey, the fact that they're able to now get a crack at a brand new game, brand new franchise, and that's another confirmed that, hey, we have a new IP coming out of Ben Studio as well. You know? Um, so I guess that that's a silver lining. But I just think it's like a mass... Like, I mean, like, do you see what I'm talking about, Arachnite? Like, with a massive, at least, like, spit in the face low-key... In spite of Days Gone's reception, re reception, I don't know. Like this whole thing, like just looks like a massive spit in the face to Sony Bend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It. At the end of the day, like I, I saw some of the uh, the responses to the to the Days Gone news, and people were reaching out to like the devs. Yeah, there was that, that one developer. Was, that was yeah. as much as I didn't like days gone that still hurt like yeah. he's like I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take some time off it's like I'm sorry man like it's just it, it's heartbreaking these people were heartbroken yeah, man. when when they got shot down because at the end of the day a small team put together a game that they were passionate about. And, like, no matter what anybody thinks, like, whether you love the game or hate the game, there was passion put into it. And to be told it wasn't good enough has got to hurt. Like, yeah. it, it, it's... Like going back to the art, to the, like, I, I will fully stand for for the rest of my life that video games are a form of art. And to be told that your experience, the time, blood, sweat, late nights, anything and everything, to put together a game, your piece of art, your imprints in a sea of other games. wasn't good enough like 
that's gotta stink. That would deem like that would that would crush my motivation forever. Yeah. It's like no, fuck f- for it's sure. Like, yeah, fuck it. Just make, I'll just remake Uncharted. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and like that's what sucks too. Is that like, <sighs> man, like I don't know, man. Like like I I at first. When I first heard this news, right, and, like, be, before I really went into the minutia of this entire story and got the entire scope of it, right, I was a little bit like, guys, look, on the contrary, right, I liked Days Gone. A lot of y'all did not like Days Gone, right? So, I was pretty shocked to see a lot of people praising Days Gone when I've seen plenty of people trash Days Gone. And rightfully so. That's you're right. I'm not saying you're necessarily wrong in that either. You know what I'm saying? But um I just found that I just found that interesting as well, you know, where where it's like, hey, a lot of y'all trash days gone. A, a lot of y'all did, you know? So at the same time there's also a lot of love for Days Gone as well, right? Um so I just found that two things kind of interesting where it's like at the end of the day what what we're taking out of this whole entire thing, right, is that we are getting a new IP from Sony Bend, right? That is cool. That is that that is great to see, and um, that that does go against the contrary statement that I've been seeing a lot, where it's like we are seeing a Sony here that only wants blockbuster hits right which is hence why they broke up japan studio as well they're going to focus on astrobot because astrobot was a hit right um and at the it's i'm i need to try and convey this point that i i'm trying to say while not sounding like a complete asshole okay arachnite i'm going to really try and phrase this and i think that i can formulate it to where i think it makes sense right we loved God of War. Yes. We loved The Last of Us Part Two. We loved Spider-Man. We loved Horizon Zero Dawn. Right? Like, there were huge games on PS4 that we were all chomping at the bit for, loved, etc. That's a correct statement. Like, like those are the facts, right? <clears throat> so, what I'm seeing is... On the one hand, there are some really bad things that are going on within Sony business side. Like, like th- th- those are undeniable. We have spent the last 40 minutes talking about all those things here. And I wanted to focus on the bad first. But at the end of the day, if we really take a step fucking back and look at this, right? Sony is going to double down on the big titles that we rave about right and as much as this sucks to say but i'ma say it as much as it sucks to say a lot of y'all did not buy gravity rush 2 a lot of y'all did not buy these smaller games during the ps4 era and i'm a part of that group as well i did not buy gravity rush 2 you know what i'm saying so huh you missed out I, I I played the first one and I, and, and, I, and I love the first one I just never got around to the second one you know what I'm saying and like there are instances where this 
line of thought does not line up, right? Bloodborne is fucking amazing, apparently, from a lot of people. Not for me personally, I haven't played it yet fully, but you know what I'm saying? Bloodborne is, is one of those that was a cult hit, and I would consider a hit in the PS4 generation. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and there's a bunch of other examples, but at the end of the day, when you take a step back, right, and look at all this, okay, on top of a lot of y'all talking shit about Days Gone as well, right, it seems like Sony is simply just wanting to give us products that are in line with what we raved about the entire PS4 generation, Uncharted included, which is why I hear that there there have seemed to have been uh, two instances of them almost slash there, there was an Uncharted in development at Bend, which is wild to me. Uh, I mean, which is not wild because, I mean, they did go in the best, but, like, we always heard that it was that other studio, the support group, but lo and behold, they were making a Last of Us remake at that, which is, like, fucking wild. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at, 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 at the end of the day, it's like, guys, like, the games that we raved about, that we loved, we're gonna get again. Right? Like, and, and at a whole, when you, like, hear us, like, 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 when you step out and you hear us talk on this podcast for years about, uh, you know, loving Spider-Man, loving Uncharted, loving Last of Us, loving Ghost of Tsushima, etc., right? Like, do you really blame Sony for wanting to do what's profitable because they're a business, right? You vote with your wallet. Like that's the thing, exactly. Like I write, like we've been voting with our wallet for like right this whole time. Like guys, like at the end of the day, at, at the really, really, really take a step back, and what we are gonna get moving forward, it's like this is what we have projected that we like out of PlayStation from the masses. I'm not saying that nobody wanted Gravity Rush 2. I'm not saying that. A lot of people did. But simply, dollars and cents, more people would rather play Ghost of Tsushima 2 than Gravity Rush 2. Yeah, it's... Like, I know that's shitty as fuck to say. But that's just the reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's just, like... I don't know. I know that's a really asshole thing to say, and it's not like I don't want Sony Japan to go under, and I, I did not like how that happened, you know? And I'm definitely on the side of, like, I want these smaller games, because I think a lot of smaller games blow up to be bigger games, and that's the whole point of game development, right? Um, but at, at the end of the day, it's like, shit. They're, they're still a business, you know? They are still a business, and like I said earlier, it does stifle creativity, but that doesn't mean that Sony is the only existing company that just, like, they're not the only game in this, like, they're not the the only precipice of game development. Because yes. when I think of indie games and a company that supports indie games, I think of Devolver. Mm-hmm. Devolver is a godsend. It, they Very are... True. They are amazing and fundamental, I would argue, in the games industry. I would agree. It's 
when 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 you think about the Sony thing, uh, forgive me. As as difficult as it as it might be, creativity will never be stomped out. It will never be stomped out because you have companies like Devolver and indie game devs from ver uh, varying sizes out there still fighting to make the games that they want and it's like okay with sony we're doubling down on what we've talked about because we've talked about this like you could argue that we're part of the problem with sony's mentality if you believe oh, well, it to be uh, a problem absolutely but, i don't even i don't even yeah, that's it's, arguable it's yeah. it's it's non-contestable because we have raved on for since uh, since i've started these podcasts with you about how Sony is the flagship block flagship blockbuster company. When you think of Sony, you think of Ghost of Tsushima, you think of God of War. And what are those games? They're blockbusters. You think about them. They're synonymous with the company and they're doubling down on that concept. And I don't blame them. Like because they're what sell consoles. Because people are buying PS5s like we talked about earlier in the show. Rap like it's they're rabid like i myself trying to get a ps5 it took a collective effort of like four different people looking for a <laughs> ps5 for me to finally land one and i bought a console because i want those blockbusters i didn't exactly buy, i didn't buy this console for gravity rush 2 i'm sorry exactly like 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 and that's not me and you saying that we don't want smaller titles like Absolutely. and it is it is concerning that that is not going to be a focus for Sony. But at the end of the day, guys, guys, I bought a fucking PS5 to play God of War Ragnarok. Like I don't know what else to tell. Like I don't know how else to portray that. Yeah. It's like we yeah. Like, that's just the fact. Like so so at the end of the day, like this boiling down to Sony is going to pretty much double down what they did with ps4 and made these big titles and, and and focus on them right and guys and guess what they're big in a way that is different from like 2k or like uh you know fifa or madden or like cod where it's like guys and again this this is gonna sound fanboy but someone here tell me i'm fucking wrong T tell me here i'm wrong when, when i say this statement tell me i'm wrong the last of us part two God of War, Uncharted, Ghost of Tsushima, are not only big games, but they're industry-pushing great games. Like, they're actually good. You know it, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's... Like, they're not just... Like, we have our cake and eat it, too. Like, yeah, no, with, with PlayStation games. I agree. Like, fundamentally, since I'd argue the PS3... Sony has become synonymous with pushing the industry forward because I follow games. I'm not just passionate about Sony games and Sony consoles. I, I talk about honestly, I talk about more of my I talk more about my computer than I talk about my PlayStation consoles. Like I I like games. That's the reason that we do this, is that we like games, not just Sony games. Even though that's the precipice of our content is Sony-related, well, Sony-related news, 
but games games in on their own is something I am passionate about and I believe I speak for you as well when I say that so it's I, I say this as unbiasedly as I can I've had an Xbox I had an Xbox 360 and I had an Xbox One they don't push the envelope you don't hear people talking about gears in a way that pushes the envelope in a way that Ghost of Tsushima did or God of War nobody talks about Halo 4 in a way that is like oh let's change things Halo 3 perhaps Halo, Halo 2 and Halo 1 I would say yeah, yeah for the PS genre absolutely absolutely you know yeah but that's one franchise everything else Xbox related it's like yeah this was alright alright like this was fun and then you just move on with your life. But Sony Sony first-party studios actively pushes the envelope to make games better, in a way. In a, in a, for lack of a better phrase. They, they For graphical improvements, mechanical improvements, they push the envelope. And that's just not something you can get on other consoles. And I, I fundamentally understand the... Uh, the blockbuster mentality because that's the money maker people buy i bought this console because i wanted those blockbusters that i couldn't get anywhere else i i have a switch for my indie games i Mm -hmm. you have different avenues and it's just because it's not sony first party doesn't mean that it won't be available on the playstation store yeah that's the other thing too like thank you thank you so much for bringing that up right now because look guys People have been saying, oh, PlayStation is just going to focus on the big blockbuster. And, like, that is true. That is a big focus, right? But, Arachnite, can you remind me really quick, what is coming out April 30th again on PlayStation hardware? What is that called? Ah, that's right. Returnal. And, uh, what is, what is Returnal, Arachnite? Thank you for asking that question. Let me, let me answer that really quick. Returnal is what people have called a, uh, you know, smaller game, which it is a, you know, smaller title for PlayStation that is, uh, you know, made by Housemark, And that is getting tons of coverage on PlayStation Blog. And I hope they do a CA Play as well. But I wouldn't call that a blockbuster game coming out. Uh, they announced Sifu at Say the Play. I wouldn't call that a blockbuster game, but that's coming out too. It's not like we're only going to get first-party PlayStation games. Like, there are plenty of other... Kena Bridge of Spirits. Another one. I wouldn't call that a blockbuster. That has a lot of eyes on it. But that's not in the realm of a God of War, Spider-Man type of release blockbuster thing. So it's not like we're gonna only fucking get those things. Right? Like, like that's another thing too. And they have been making those deals with those, you know, lower tiered games that have a lot of potential to be great. You know what I'm saying? Like, next to, of course, our Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart coming out in June. Five Vice 7 Remake Integrate, which is not first party, but um, still, I would say, in a similar vein as, like, the heavy hitter blockbusters. You know what I'm saying? So, thank you for saying that, because, like, it's not like we're getting only the first party major hitters. Blockbuster titles, you know? 
and it's not like Sony is making every first party studio make only blockbusters because as we read here yes it took a lot of argument seemingly to get to this point but now Sony Ben's making a new IP we have a new IP out of Sony Santa Monica as well we have a new IP out of London studio in development as well you know so it's not going to be a samey samey we are going to get sequels like yes you are getting spider-man 2 that is very fucking clear horizon as well god of war as well you know like but there's still a lot of new blockbusters to be seen here that i think could still be very interesting and very intriguing it could fail it could it could fail in sony's eyes days gone 2 was not feasible and that was a new ip for the ps4 era so it could definitely just not happen as well that could also be a thing but I just don't agree with people saying here that, oh, Sony's only going to have the big blockbusters and, and and that's all they care about. Explain Returnal to me. Explain Kena to me. Explain Seafood to me. You know? There's more than just... I don't know. People, are, people seem kind of closed-minded about everything going on. And it's like, it's only first party. Sony only releases first party games when that's not the case. Yeah. There's there's more out there. And honestly, they just announced what they've already been doing. Like, think about it. Mm-hmm. It's what has changed, what will change. Because when I think about it, not much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. And, I mean, guys, like, we just came off the PS4 generation, right? Like, like that was what a lot of people would call and I would call an amazing fucking run. That's what I said like at the end of a uh, road to PS5 I think, right? PS4 was an incredible run. So, why are we all surprised <laughs> that they're going to double down on that and do it again? And we enjoyed what happened with PS4 from a large degree, I feel like, right? Or Am I wrong? <laughs> like, like, did did y'all suddenly just not like the PS4 generation? I don't. You know what I, I'm saying? I don't think it's that they didn't like it as much as it is just. I don't know the the announcement. It's, I think the way that it was announced rubbed people the wrong way more than it normally would have if it were an official statement because you know it was a scoop by Jason Schreier. It's like, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. And. It was very blunt and cold. It's like it just stating the fact, which is fine. It's an it's a news outlet. It's what it's supposed to do. Like it's like we are doubling down, or Sony's doubling down on making blockbusters. That's what it is. But yeah, yeah, it, it's very cold. And it, after when I first heard it, it's like wow, that kind of sucks. But after thinking about it, that it really doesn't change all that much because they have been creative. It's not like a. Com it's not just going to be a computer making. It's like, what's selling? We're going to make that. It's like Ghost of Tsushima, super creative game. God of War has a lot of passion and creativity to it. Creativity doesn't mean wacky. It doesn't always have to be wacky and weird, like something outlandish. Creativity comes in many different shapes and sizes and different forms. Like, you're going to tell me that God of War isn't creative? You're not <laughs> going to tell me that. Ghost of Tsushima isn't creative. They're yeah. different types of creative, but they're creative nonetheless. 
and they're just at a different standard. It's like indie film to Avengers. Indie films exist if you want to go find them. It's just when you go to a movie theater, what are you going to see at the posters? Like when you're walking into the theater, you're going to see the Avengers. They're both can coexist, but one of them is just going to have a bigger name to it attached. Doesn't mean the other one is just wiped from existence. And it's like blockbusters doesn't necessarily mean at all mindless just entertainment. There are creative blockbusters like that. What like like that also can like something can be big, and also be creative. Right? Like like, just- like that's something to like. I feel like like a lot of conjecture online is just like oh. Because Sony's gonna focus on blockbusters, it's like, oh, there's no more fucking creativity. You know, I do agree with the hey, J- Japan Studio. I don't like that. I think there are some things that are necessary with that. Like, like I don't think that. And and also to even you know tie it back as well. Sean Layden been getting a lot of talk. That press conference up on stage where it's like, hey, you know. Like, we make a lot of games that don't have to sell multi-million dollars, you know, things. And, like, that's okay. Right? I do hear that. And also what I've been saying in a very blunt fashion may feel that, like, I don't believe with that line of thinking. And, like, I don't – and, like, I don't think that. Um, I do believe that. I do believe that not every game has to be blockbuster, you know. But, like I said before, do you really think Sony thinks – that Returnal is is going to be a blockbuster like God of War? Do you really think that Sony is banking on Sifu to be a blockbuster God of War title? Do you think that they really think that Kena is 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 going to be you know in that stratosphere of blockbuster like a Spider-Man? They that's the hope, right? You you obviously hope for your games to do great and do successful. But we see them not always investing in blockbusters like like we we see this right now today you know what i'm saying like and i know is like i know this is like yeah it's a weird topic like this one's a weird week right like i get that there's a lot here to digest and there's a lot of um you know, different nuance that we really got to take with this, right? But I can't really blame Sony for, for what they are doing here, whether I like it or not, you know? Um, I will say that, hey, the PS4 blockbusters, I loved. So if we're getting more blockbusters like that on PS5, that is precisely why I bought the console. I bought it for the games. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. And and uh, what else is there to say? I I think we wrapped it up pretty well. Yeah, like I really don't know. You know, like that's that's. I mean, it is what it is. Like and and uh, like I said before, I don't think either of us agree. Well, I think you a little bit sore. You like a little bit so are are more receptive and see that Days Gone Two, you know, being not 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 greenlit makes a little bit of sense. I don't think that. I think that they should have got in a crack at Days Gone Two, to be honest. But hey, out of that, we're we're getting a new IP. 
a, a brand new game, brand new IP from Ben. So we'll see what they do with that. I'm very excited to see that. Um, I do think that the support thing is very fucked up. I think that's, I think both instances of Sony Bend and this support group are are fucked up. Um, and I think it is cause for concern for sure of like what that actually means. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like you know, guys. Like, 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 we supported the PS4 games that brought us here. So, the fact that we're just going to get more of that, I don't really see how that's, like, a dire situation, which I'll answer the question that I posed at the very top of this. Is PlayStation in trouble? I don't, I personally don't think they are in trouble. You know, I think there is some things to be concerned about. I think, I think there is things about what Microsoft is doing that, I think that Sony is going to really have to think about and really have to, I think, address, right? I think losing Kojima would be a very big loss. I think losing Bethesda in itself is already a loss, you know? Um, I think a lesser loss, but 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 still a loss in comparison to Kojima. Um, I think that it is concerning that somehow through the cracks, you lost one of your first party games to Game Pass. That's pretty fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we have her talk, you know, it was, I think it was David Jaffe this week that said that, hey, there is a plan to, you know, um, to combat against Game Pass, right? On the side over here. And that's not a new thing that has been said. Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan himself said that we will have a re response to Game Pass. I think it was the end of summer 2020, around there, leading up to PS5. So there is a, like, like what, I think I'll answer the question about is PlayStation in trouble? I don't think they're in trouble yet. I think that there could be a scenario where things really get pretty dire for PlayStation. But um, I think ultimately at the end of the day, what makes that feature very unlikely is that at its core, PlayStation developers in that first party make industry defining excellent games and i just don't see that stopping and with them doubling down on those big really good games i just don't see that i i expect ragnarok to be great i don't expect anything less from that because god of war was great you know what i'm saying like the ps4 the ps4 gen was great you know so to just answer that is PlayStation in trouble i don't think so but I do think that there are certain things that they really have to look out for that I would like to see them focus on a little bit more and um, make sure they're not in trouble. But I'll let you kind of answer that last question if you got anything else to say. You pretty much poured out what you had to say fully uh, throughout this hour discussion. Um, but uh, Arachnite, is PlayStation in trouble? Nope. I, I totally agree with you. I'm on a similar train of thought. Yeah. Well, I'll say this was a very good discussion, Iraq. Absolutely, I'll, I'll th- yeah. I'll throw it out there. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of really good clippable quotes that we both had here for Twitter, but I think I might still stick with Kingdom Hearts. Oh boy, <laughs> I think I still might do that. But uh, Iraq Knight, where can the people find you? I am on Discord under the same name, and I am on Twitter at M Without Fear. Uh, and that's it for me. 
Just keep it short and sweet. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And of course, you just watch Save Slot Podcast episode 12, the weekly news show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. You can catch the show here on YouTube.com, this PlayStation source, as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc. via our anchor link in the description. Like the, video if you, like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the PSS family. Down below, you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in the description. If you're feeling generous, feel free to hit that join button to become a member of the channel with the $1 Prince tier, like Tapiwa like Musa and Arachna himself, and our $5 King tier members like Caleb Kaiser and SideQuest Sean as well. Much love to the homies over there on the tiers and of course you can also check out stream series uh we are starting up resistance 2 next week we're starting up mgs4 next next week as well if you missed the other metal gear solids you can watch that if you missed resistance 1 you can also catch up with that on the public playlist on the channel on the youtube channel i said that twice but we're gonna just keep it going okay <laughs> so uh, yeah guys thank you all for watching and as always, greatness, greatness awaits. awaits.